Blog Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO, the show that brings you the most fascinating and really some of the wisest advisors in the business community from around our terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, the Hieronymus Bosch of business, and Jock Howard began uh, as an army of one to turn the capital city of Trenton into an attractive and beneficial place to live. Actually, he doesn't so much seek to transform it as to unleash and make folks aware of the individuals uh, and their unique assets. Jock's business model is really one that anyone can adopt, and he calls it civic engagement. But there's nothing fancy about this. This is just you take your resources, your music, your performing tangible artistry, your love of reading, your green thumb, your proclivity for creating immensely bizarre tall bicycles, or just your two hands to pick up a park and make it an oasis of pride. You gather all of that together, and you put yourself into a group of people that want to know each other and want to work with each other. And I think perhaps now our call to community beckons stronger than ever, and so by the good graces uh, of fortune, we have Jock with us here today, who's going to tell us about his upcoming documentary on civic engagement, uh, which uh, is a video blueprint, really, for both businesses and div- individuals to follow that they may uh, take a little <clears throat> pride and, uh, take, and even more important, take a little hope in the land around them where they dwell. So, whether you are the chief inspiration officer of an entrepreneurial incubator, uh, setting folks on their right path like Markesh, or you're a creative print strategist at a local print shop like Jamie, pull your chair up a little closer, join our Feast of Wisdom, and which is all carefully cuisined to make your career thrive and your ventures flourish. Jock, I'm so glad you could come by and join us today. Bart, thank you as always. It's always a pleasure if, when I can spend any time with you, whether on on the phone or in person. So thank you. Oh, that's great. Uh, Jack, I think whatever side of the aisle your allegiance sits on, it's it's probably fairly obvious that the federal administration does not hold the health, the education, and general welfare of the average American citizen as any sort of priority. And the poor, and I mean that literally, the poor states, are they're, they're broke, like our own New Jersey, whose last five governors and all their legislatures have spent the majority of their days trying to scrounge up funds just for existing services. So in short, w- wouldn't you say that the, the need for community efforts is now more plain and more necessary than ever? Absolutely, 100%. Um, I, I think there's there's no one who would subscribe to the idea that the government, whether that's your local municipality or the federal government, has the capability to take care of all of the citizens like many, many years ago. So therefore, uh, it's important for more people to be civically engaged in the process of creating the community that they want, a better community for everyone. Give us a good, quick example. When you say civic engagement, what do you mean? Well, civic engagement um, is just simply put the act of being involved in the day-to-day life of your community. I mean, it's it's literally that simple. Um, I I think um, a a quick example is if you have a population of people who are migrating to a new community, maybe they've never experienced snow before. 
So if they've never experienced snow, then they may not know the importance of shoveling driveways or even having a shovel. And if no one teaches them that, then how are they supposed to figure that out? Absolutely. And things that just make sense. For for we Jerseyites who have lived here uh, all our lives, we have a, a strong and powerful connection with all the fluffy white stuff. But as you say, if you've come here from Trinidad, it may be an odd thing indeed. Uh, and with that sort of tempting little nosh at today's Feast of Wisdom, allow me to uh, proffer you... Uh, a few utensils for today's feast. I must fulfill my duties as proper host. So, uh, the first utensil, uh, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you look back and review and Ask if every hour you spent was spent doing what you should be doing, not going to the lecture on the flight of hawks or taking a park stroll or delving into that long-awaited novel, just, just, just keeping your eyes on that vision of today's duties. And do you think that it may just be time to push the long-term vision aside for a bit and grab some whimsical joy today for yourself? The choice, my friend, is truly yours. Second utensil, I can sense your yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and taste the scriptural recitation from the 102 best business scripts. So I am pulling it out as we speak. Okay, okay, here's one. Number 53. A two-page contract with an honorable person is a waste of paper, and a 1,000-page contract will not save you from the clutches of the devil. And as an afterthought on that, in our quest for the Holy Grail of Speed, I think we often neglect the, the, really the most vital element of deal-making, the content of the character of those with whom we're dealing. And I know, yes, it takes time to discern that character, but success demands time. And by extracting yourself from a deal with an untrustworthy soul, you are saving yourselves what was going to feel like a hellish eternity. And if you smirked a bit over that quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com, that's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. Pick up your copy of 102 Best Business Quips, and you will have a whole fingertip arsenal of smugly, clever witticisms that are going to bring a chortle out of all the, your fellow chain gangers at work. And as a third utensil, perhaps we should appropriately entitle this the group spoon, we proffer you the answer of... Last week's business quotation. That's right, last week. And this is the name of the author who noted, intellectual property is the shelf life of a banana. Uh, those words were spoken by none other than Microsoft's own IP gobbling leader, Mr. Bill Gates. So stick with us, because later on in the show, blurting your way, comes yet another enriching quotation. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, simply scribble that sage's name down, as you believe him or her to be, and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you're correct... Your knowledge will earn you a marvelous gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. So with our utensils in hand, my friend, let's take ourselves under the leadership of Jock Howard as he ushers us out the door into our own community and learn where our real support really lies. Jock, 
as I understand now, for the fifth year in a row, once again, you uh, gathered a whole raft of volunteers and celebrated Martin Luther King Day uh, with a very, very hands-on way. Could you tell us about that? Absolutely, Bart. Um, and I'd like to, to tell you that uh, besides doing the service project of getting people together, volunteers, residents, and organizations to do a cleanup, which is oftentimes needed in urban environments, but besides sure. doing that, um, the idea of bringing people together from different walks of life, different backgrounds, multi-generational, multicultural, et cetera, that is the impetus behind most of what I do. And uh, the MLK Day social cleanup done in partnership with Kiana Childs Alexander and Will Foskey was the culmination of that. And I'm glad to say that we're in our fifth year of having this wonderful event um, right inside of uh, starting at Columbus Park in Trenton, New Jersey. Wonderful. Well, so so while all the po other politicians and the civic leaders are making speeches and laying sombreries, Jock, you're getting out there and you're actually contributing and you brought people together. Uh, so could you tell our, our sort of uh, entrepreneurial-oriented listener, how did you launch it? How did you, you – you said to yourself, yes, I think we should have a park cleanup um, to celebrate Martin Luther King Day, to bring people of different walks together. Uh, how did you amass the support? Uh, what are some of the administrative logistics that you did? Sure. So I have to give credit um, to many years ago when I met Alyssa Haran. Um, who is a friend who started an environmental business or organization called Care Trenton. And uh, we met um, at another civic event, uh, the Bethany House of Hospitality, which we can chat about later, or your listeners can Google that, Bethany House of Hospitality in Trenton, New Jersey. But um, I met Alyssa Horan then, and uh, we were doing a cleanup at that event. And she came over and said, hey, um, I'd like for you to, you know, let's sit down and talk. And we developed a friendship. And she said, you know, I'd like to do something on MLK Day. So we sat down, and this was a few years back, and it actually worked out perfectly. We had some um, some young adults and some teenagers from the local school come out, come out and support the idea. And uh, from there, I met filmmaker Will Foskey, who was deeply – discouraged um, at the fact that on MLK Day in the city of Trenton, most of the events that were taking place were inside and in segre segregated or separated um, groups of people. And he heard about the event that myself and Alyssa were doing and said, hey, I'd like to be a part of that. That then transitioned, uh, and we invited Kiana Charles Alexander to be a part of it. And so now we have the MLK Day social cleanup, and the whole idea behind it is to bring people together from different walks of life to do a service project, but also to get people together so that we're having communications and, and people get an opportunity to walk around Trenton and demystify uh, some of the, the negative negativity that's generally shared in the public. I think that's excellent. And to see, I hope you folks are taking note that what – Jock is doing here is bringing the people together. They will heal themselves. They are the body. They will take care of themselves. Uh, and he is just providing uh, the cleanup and these various projects as a launching pad for for this unity, and that's great. And I just wanted to add one little uh, little bit of a statistic, if I may, Jock. I uh, in my own blog, uh, my Martin Luther King Day blog, I put down, uh, I did some research and realized that the 1963 uh, March on Washington, uh, 
that Martin Luther King commanded had a quarter of a million people, which was, just so you know, two times the uh, – two and a half times the amount that Adolf Hitler or Genghis Khan were able to put into the field on their, when they launched their bloody campaigns. In other words, that uh, rather than fire and ambition – if you show somebody that you have a deep concern for them, you've got you can put an army behind yourself. And I just thought that's an interesting fact. So uh, anyway, uh, I think that uh, you've done you've done such such a good job with with us. Now on a previous show, I know that you talked about the library boxes of Trenton, which you've established to replace the four libraries that have closed in, in Trenton City. And uh, now other towns have book boxes, but you you did something special here. You gathered the artistic community and got them behind this project. Tell us how you did that. Sure thing. So uh, again, being a community organizer, and I'm using air quotes, um, I am very connected to what's happening here in in the city where I live, and I encourage more people to be involved in the process of their their community where they live, wherever that is. And that's the whole idea behind civic engagement. But specifically to the Library Boxes of Trenton initiative, I've contracted um, through the help of some wonderful sponsors and paid my friends who are artists. And we had approximately 15 of them who are throughout this region and gave them the artistic freedom to take these old newspaper boxes and to develop them into public pieces of art. And uh, they're distributed throughout the community, and now it's a beautification project, but at the same time, it's distributing literature, magazines, books, periodicals, to help offset the fact that for the folks who may not have had an opportunity to go to a library because the libraries are closed, or transportation-wise, can't get to the main public library uh, that's in downtown Trenton. So. With these library boxes that have uh, been created by artists, they're public pieces of art, they're beautiful, they're, they're adopted, they're maintained, etc. It's just I'm, – I'm beaming with joy about how this project has uh, evolved. Oh, well, I, I think it was a marvelous idea. And I again, I hope that the, the listener taking note that he brought artists together and paid them. He did not call – that, that as so often happens in the arts, oh well, you're an artist, you can you can whip up something for us. No, these are professionals. You wouldn't ask an accountant to whip up your books for you in a, in a uh, for the heck of it. You uh, these are professionals. Jock paid them, and at the same time, listen to his conversation. He is always bringing in the connections with other people, and this is what you what I think we are all seeking. For. We are seeking the neighborliness. We're seeking the warmth. And it is out there. That's the wonderful thing. It is indeed out there. And uh, for those of you who have just tuned in, you're listening to The Art of the CEO radio show, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the profoundly misunderstood realms of cyberspace, particularly by me. But I do know that you can listen and download our show by just visiting blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. That's blogtalkradio.com slash the art of the CEO. And, uh, Jock, I, that Trenton's always been a city of immigrants, I, uh, and it's, it, the, the history of it is great fun in that sense. But I hear that you have just held an immigration roundtable. Now, 
who came to that, and what were you able to provide them? Sure, um, but let me back up, Bart, and, and say um, the sure. immigration the immigration idea um, that we're currently dealing with in our country is no different than any other time. The United States yeah. of America is a, is a country of immigrants. And uh, I, I heard one time uh, someone had mentioned that it's always the last group that comes in wants to shut the door behind them <laughs> so that no one else right. can come in. And I find that that, that is so true. And, uh, oh, my, absolutely. My, absolutely. My idea and concept is, hey, if we have rules, let's – you know, enforce the rules, but do it properly and make sure that it's just for everyone and then have uh, folks come in. And um, regarding the immigration roundtable discussion that I hosted a couple of weeks back, um, the idea behind that was I know there's people here in the less than seven and a half square miles of Trenton, New Jersey, that are from many different countries. Um, At one time I heard there's well over a dozen Spanish-speaking countries that are represented here in Trenton. And, oh, uh, at I, least, when, at least. And while I've been out having conversations with, with my friends and people in the community, I, I realized that they all want the same exact thing that I want and that some of my friends who consider themselves true, you know, red-blooded Americans, um, they want shelter, they want safety, they want a better life for their children, et cetera. Sure. I said, you know, I, I think more people need to hear that kind of a conversation. So I said, let me reach out to some of my friends, and let's get, sit them down, and we'll have a conversation. And uh, we documented it, which is going to be part of my documentary, which will be out in 2017, and I know you're going to talk to me about that a bit later. Yes. But, um, uh-huh. but at the roundtable discussion, I had uh, immigrants from Jamaica, Costa Rica, Colombia, and Liberia. And uh, we had a very All open right. – had a very open conversation in a safe space, and uh, we had we gave them the opportunity to share exactly what they're feeling and what they think about migrating not only to the United States, but specifically New Jersey and the Trenton region. That's interesting. I think that this is one of the things that is so important is that we want to, most of us want to lift the lamp beside the golden door. We are also aware that if everybody who wanted to come to the United States came to the United States, the country would sink uh, from the sheer weight of them all. So, yes, there have to be laws, but there are – anytime you come into a new culture, there are laws and strictures and uh, cultural methods that are very, very frightening to someone who doesn't know them. Imagine if you didn't know how to do the basic, some of the basic transactions in a store. And I, as someone who travels a lot, I've been there, and I have blundered my way beautifully. Uh, actually, I've blundered my way terribly. But this is, this is something that is very important. Uh, and if people can be made to feel at ease, that is, if the immigrant can be made to feel that he is – doing he's doing his best in front of other understanding people i think that will help a great deal indeed and and bart i think that's hitting the nail on the head and it goes back to your earlier point about um our governments um we just don't have the population the person power or the finances to do a lot of this work it would be great if every time someone migrated to a new community got a packet that said hey this is when trash day is this is these are the 
the Ten Commandments of being a good citizen in our neighborhood. If everyone yeah, yeah. received that information, you're eliminating a lot of the ignorance and the potential yeah. problems that come with it. Well, you know, it was really funny. I remember when I first moved into my first house, uh, a very charming lady from the welcome wagon came that performed a lot of that. And that was a thoroughly non-governmental, totally uh, volunteer organization that did that, that, that made people feel at home. And in in the new community, and I think that this is this is the sort of thing that that we need, and it's it's something that it just uh, as the title of the show says, you just add energy. It's there. People want to do it. People want to get around, but they need they need a magnetic person like a Jock Howard to to, to bring it all together. Um, and right now, uh, I'm taking a look at things. It is time to gently take a brief survey from the Feast of Wisdom that Jock is providing us and allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we are here today. And that company is Prometheus Publishing, creator of, among several other divisions, Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides. And oh, this very day, Prometheus would uh, invite you to take a look at the book that's helped a great many women in their careers. It's entitled Behind Every Successful Woman is Herself. And this is really a little gem of a guide, embracing the thoughts of leading business women from around the world. It gives the techniques, the disciplines, and also the very, very important attitudes and the adjustments for those ladies who want to make their career move or who are launching off into a business venture of their own. And it makes an ideal gift for any young lady uh, or older lady who is starting her way into the business community. You can pick up your copy at bartsbooks.com bookstore. That's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. Oh, and, and while you're there, go to the little homepage, you know, click on that little blue mailbox, and that will allow you to absolutely free sub, uh, subscribe to a new business quip, which comes your way every single week. So just click on the mailbox, and by the eternal enigma of email, you will get a little, uh, you'll get a dose of laughter and a little wisdom every week, and heaven knows we could all use that. And speaking of fun and laughter and the power of women, let's uh, turn back to our inclusive uh, guest, Jock Howard, who is teaching folks of Trenton how to build themselves by building their community. Now, okay, I've held it off long enough. Jock, let's get to the exciting news. Tell us about the <laughs> Jock Howard Civic Engagement Documentary. Can't you see the marquee lights flashing? This is great. <laughs> tell us about tell us about the documentary. Sure thing, Bart. So, uh, so many years ago, when um, I was uh, when I had left corporate America, working in the finance world, uh, a good friend, a mentor, who um, suggested that I take community organizing training, and I did. And uh, at the training, I found I found out that there's this thing called community organizing. Like, what is that? <laughs> and um, through the training, I realized that hey, that's just who I am as a person. Like, I really believe yeah. hey, I should treat people the way that I want to be treated, and that the people have the power, and all these wonderful things. And uh, so that put me on this path of uh, being involved, very actively involved in the community and getting to know people right. who don't look like me and who may not even speak the same language as I do. And uh, so I've developed uh, They can't all be good-looking, years... <laughs> So I've developed many years of archives, and I'm naturally a writer, and, and I have some artistic uh, abilities. 
So I've been compiling all of this information and all of this data, and uh, I realized that you know it's nice to have all of this, but I want to share this with other people. And because of my sure, radio sure. and television access, I said, what's the best way for me to do that? And I'm fortunate enough, again, here in Trenton, New Jersey, to have so many very talented friends. And uh, two friends who are filmmakers, Jeff Stork and Will Foskey, are compiling right. a lot of my, uh, my efforts. And uh, I'll be creating a documentary um, in 2017 and distributing that, that um, with this whole idea that the more people who can see this and can identify with it, Maybe we can create this movement. We can galvanize those people together. We can create this movement of having more civically engaged people who are actively involved in the process of their community, whether they want to get into politics or they want to own a business or education, whatever it is, just to encourage people to get into the game of life because we have one chance and one shot at this. And that's the whole idea behind um, what I'm trying to do with life. And I, fi- I figure yeah. the best way to get that word out is through a film, and I have access to do that. I think it's wonderful. Life, as you say, is very democratic. We all only get one shot at it. And the best and easiest way to to find great fulfillment is right there, uh, out your back door, literally. Ladies and gentlemen, you should see Jock when he walks into – uh, a place, be it a, uh, an institution or a bar or a college, it doesn't matter. The people cluster around him. Why? Because he takes interest in them. He, he sees their skills. This is something that uh, they grub along mightily in MBA school to try to tell you how to do. But what it really comes down to is taking the kind of interest, and that will turn you into the kind of magnet that people want to see more of. Jock, I hope that this documentary, in addition to just recording uh, a, a patter of, of Howard Feats, is also going to be giving some tools about how people can go ahead and do this, become Absolutely. civically engaged. Absolutely, Bart, um, because you you know as well as I do, to navigate this this world in which we live in, you need to have many different skills and talents. The days of of being able to barge your way into a room and command the room, those days are long gone. There's different cultures that that are involved. There's different entities. Um, there's There's a fairness and a unity that's happening with the different genders and so forth. We have to develop relationships. That, to me, is the best way to do things, and that will be one of the main focal points of the documentary, is to encourage people to develop those skills, those personal skills, the listening skills, opening yourself up to love again, to be able to look someone in the eye and see them for who they are, and that their words and their thoughts and their concerns are just as valid as yours. And as soon as we can do that... Mine are very important, aren't they? But you think think I could actually get something out of listening to someone else's? Oh, for sure. That's why you and I are such good friends. But but I think that us sitting around a table, having those conversations where I can tell you how I feel and you can tell me how you feel and, and they're both valid and we accept that, that's how we're going to get this going and moving in the right direction. Oh, I think I think that's wonderful, um, Jock. I I just want to uh, boy. There's so much more I want to talk to you about this about the the uh, 
documentary and what you're doing, and I wanted to have a big argument with you about how much uh, social media should be used when you're trying to make face-to-face communities. But unfortunately, we're going to have to let that go. Could you just uh, tell me one thing? You have built yourself into a resource, and for our individual listening out there who wants to build up his own community or for a group of municipal leaders seeking some top consultation on making their town a better place to live. How can folks get in touch with you and learn more about what you're doing? Sure. So uh, before I give you that information, folks, if you're listening, everything that Bart is saying um, is spot on. This is literally who I am as a person, and I'm willing to work with anyone who wants to better their community. And I can be reached via email at Trenton, T-R-E-N-T-O-N, the numbers 365show, S-H-O-W, at gmail.com. Trenton365show at gmail.com. And if you're so bold and daring and you want to call me, I do return phone calls, 609-433-0489. All righty. Wonderful. I hope you all listen to that, and the wise ones of you will indeed take advantage of a gentleman who has a great deal of wisdom at his fingertips, but not only that, is putting it to good use. Jock, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. We'll have to get you back, and we're going to have to get an update on this marvelous film that you're doing. Fantastic, Bart Jackson. As always, I appreciate our friendship, and I appreciate any opportunity I have to speak with your audience. Oh, bless you. Oh, right now, as we round out today's feast, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, and leaving you with today's business quotation, who was it who said, there is no pleasure in having nothing to do. The fun is in having lots to do and not doing it. (laughs) And these words were spoken by one of the early presidents of the United States, who was one of the busiest individuals, as far as I can see, ever to take the office. And uh, he was a Democratic powerhouse, uh, currently embossed on the $20 bill, who seemed to never rest from his letters. And if you know the author of that quote, just scribble his name down, as you believe him or her to be, and send it right off to info at Bart's Books. I'm sorry, info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And your knowledge will win you an absolutely power-thrusting, career-changing gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, why is it the people who keep telling you that every sunrise is a new opportunity usually have in mind you're fulfilling their dreams, not your own? Just a thought. And to you who have been gleefully sharing our feast, I really hope you've enjoyed the Art of the CEO show as much, as much as Jock and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download all our shows uh, by visiting our website. That's theartoftheceo.com, and you may get to know our many people who come on as guests a little better. And finally, to you who have honored us with your presence and with your time, which is very precious, may I say, as always, It has been a privilege. I thank you.